Hey. Hi. Oh, I thought we were going to say it together, so I was waiting. And then oh. you said hey really quickly. Hi. Hi. <laughs> oh, I didn't like that. Welcome back to Gone with the Windies. I'm Lindsay. I'm Brianna. And... And we're the Windies. That's... This is true. So you're gone with us now, probably, I guess. We're taking you. Oh, no! (laughs) Bieber likes to say things that don't always make sense or sound the best. Lindsay likes to call me Bieber. I do. I don't like it. You don't like it? No, but I don't I've tell you. I've been calling you that for I know. Months. It's it's fine. What it's do you want just, me to call you then? I don't know. It just makes me think of Justin Bieber. I mean, yeah. I don't like that. I don't like thinking about him. Okay, fine. How about Beeb? Yeah, that's better. Okay. Oh, Bieber's so much more fun, though. I mean, I'm not telling you to stop. It's just... You don't like it. I don't hate so it. So I should stop. You don't, ha- you don't have to stop. Oh, my gosh. You don't have to stop. It's okay. It's not that I don't want to stop. I just didn't know it was a problem. I didn't know you didn't it's, like it. It's really not a problem. Okay. Well, now that you've mentioned it, I feel like it's a problem. It's really not. Anyway, it is a lovely Saturday afternoon. I hope you guys are doing well. We're doing fine. Just living life. Hanging in there. <clears throat> yeah, we haven't recorded an episode in quite a while because the world is crazy right now and I'm in grad school, so I'm busy a lot, but Yeah. Yeah. That's that. It doesn't really matter, but now we've said it. But this will be up this week, obviously, because you're listening to it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. What have we been up to, Brian? What's new in our mm. life? Honestly, not that much. I mean, you're doing schoolwork most of the time. Yeah. Thanks. I'm not. What are you doing? I'm sorting through a lot of old home video footage. Ooh. Trying to keep that all together with the various people who are in those videos so that I can then edit more things and just have it all sorted better. Mm -hmm. I've been reading. I have a goal to read every single book that's in my room so that I stop buying new books and actually read the books that I have. Um, How's that going? Oh, not great. I mean, it's hard to just sit down and read for so long. Yeah. I have issues with that. And it's also like we don't really get out that often as it is so moving my body while we are like staying active I don't love just sitting down for a few hours and reading but sometimes I do it it depends on the day yeah have you made your list of books yet that you have to read sure haven't we should do that today yeah we should and we can keep it we can hold you accountable by talking about on the podcast because we'll be recording once a week now yeah, I know it's yeah. horrible, but it's great. It'll no, actually, I'm reading a book about um, forming habits. Yeah, which is funny because it's exactly what this is, and I've I've learned that. I mean, I don't know if this is scientifically backed. It's it's written by Gretchen Rubin, who does a lot of research on happiness and contentment, and the book is called Better Than Before, and she basically posits that there are four different types of people regarding like habit formation so the one that I am is an obliger so like I when I'm held accountable by other people and when there's like external factors in a commitment that I've made I will commit and I will do it but if it's internal I won't do it 
so it's funny that we're talking about this and that's the book that I'm reading right now from my shelf. <laughs> yeah, that'll be interesting. We'll have to take, we'll make that list today of all the books you want to read from your room. Okay. And we'll just put little check marks on it. I know you don't want to do it. I know. But I, I wouldn't know you get also any, want to do it. I wouldn't get anything done if Lindsay wasn't my sister. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> but anyway, we'll do that. And then every week we can give a little progress report about if you finish any books or which books you're working on. Mm-hmm. Currently, I, sorry, this is kind of just a different tangent, but about books. I finally finished Becoming by Michelle Obama this past Ooh. week. And I've been reading that book. I started it like last May when I was on vacation. And I just like, haven't kept reading it consistently since then and so like I'll just like start I've read like a couple other books since I started reading that book and so I finally was like no Lindsay I hate like I'm not the type of person to read like more than one book at a time it like drives me insane I'm just like I want to do like one thing and have like one goal to focus on and so I was like I need to just finish that book so it's not like sitting on my shelf with a bookmark in it for like another year and so I finally finished it and it feels so nice and it was good. It was interesting. It wasn't, like, obviously it wasn't a story. It was her autobiography. So I think that's what just took me a little while to get through it. Oh, jeez. I just hit the thing with the laptop on it. Um, But, yeah, I finally finished it. And now I'm also working on reading all the books on my shelf, which wow. I only have, like, ten of them maybe that I haven't read yet. But one of the ones that I'm reading right now is called Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close. And I read, like, half of it senior year of high school for a project and then I just finished the project without without actually reading the book so now I'm actually reading the book and I'm kind of excited to finish it because yeah I don't know because I want to finish it but yeah yeah, so that's what I'm reading right now so we'll do a weekly like book check and we'll see how we're doing with our books (laughs) because I'm trying to read like a little bit every day even if it's just like 10-ish pages before I go to bed every night so that's smart yeah the book I read before becoming Mm -hmm. or while I was reading Becoming, kind of, was the Enneagram book, which was also good, which we've gotten a request to do a podcast on our personality types. Oh, have we? Yeah, Bonnie. Oh. So we should definitely do that. Maybe that'll be the next episode. We can talk about our Enneagrams and our various Enneagram journeys and... And that's the one that I'm, like, most into, but, I don't know, we could talk about Myers-Briggs or whatever. I don't want to talk about Myers-Briggs. We're not going to talk about Myers-Briggs. I don't even really understand it, to be honest. I don't either. And so, there's not much to say. I'd have to, like, do research. I don't want to do research. (laughs) I'm not the kind of person who enjoys research. Yeah. Outside of Wikipedia. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, so, that's, that's it on books. And yeah, I guess a little bit of motivation. That. We should also do an episode on motivation because that is something that's so interesting to me. Yeah. Motivation and like staying, like discipline and habits and stuff. You'll have yeah. such a good expert opinion on that after this book. If I ever finish it. You will finish it because we've talked about it. How many pages do you have left? I'm only 20 pages in. Yeah. Is it like a big one or a small one? I mean, it's medium. Yeah. Like 200 pages? Probably. Do you think you could finish it by the time we record the next podcast? Probably. Are we shaking on it? <sighs> All right. Goal for this week, Bieber, is to finish that book. All right. Okay. The obliger in me obliges. All right. Boom. Begrudgingly. <laughs> Ooh, should I set a goal for next week? Yeah, you should. I guess I would say probably to work out every day, which we've been mm. pretty good about, but I think it would just be good to have... Every day, like, no off days? like Well, like, Sunday off day. Oh, okay. We always do Sunday off day, but... Right, right, right. Like, Sunday stretch. Like, we'll actually try and... I'll mm-hmm. try and watch a stretching video on Sunday and just do something every single day. Yeah. I think that would be good, because I'm a little bit ahead on my work for this week, so I'll have a little bit more time, I think. 
which will be so nice. But yeah. So boom, work out every day. You're going to finish your book. We'll check back next Saturday. It will do. It will do. What else is new? Oh, today we finished our third 30-day yoga challenge by Yoga with Adrian. We did the 2020 series first, then the 2018, and now we're doing 2019, which was Dedicate. But we just finished it this morning. And to commemorate our lovely end, I made baked oatmeal, which kind of has a backstory to it. But we, the workouts <laughs> we've been doing that I've been talking about are by um, a YouTube channel, Mad Fit. And you might know her. I don't know. She's pretty popular, but we like her workouts a lot. And so we started watching her like what I eat in a day videos because I think they're interesting and I love to get like inspiration for new recipes and stuff. And so one of the things she made was baked oatmeal, which is basically just like fruit, rolled oats, milk, and a little bit of water. And you like stir it and she put cinnamon or whatever. And then you bake it for like 45 minutes. And then it's just like, it's almost like a like crumble or crisp, but it's a lot healthier because the only sweetener she used in it was dates. So it's like more of a breakfast than a dessert, but it's still really good. And then we put peaches on it. So I like made it before we did our yoga and then during yoga it was baking and then we finished yoga and then boom, breakfast was made. And it was pretty great, if I do say so myself. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing that's fun is we've been getting imperfect produce boxes, which Brandy, you want to talk about that? Sure, I don't really know all the backstory, but I think from my context clues that they take, it's a company that takes produce that didn't sell in grocery stores or whatever, and then sends a box to your house that has those quote-unquote imperfect produces, mm -hmm. um, and you can choose stuff that you definitely don't want and stuff that like would be cool. So we've been getting peaches and mangoes and green onions, something else. I don't know. It's it's like kind of fun because you never know, you never know what you're gonna get. Oh my god, I hate myself for doing that. Yeah, so but sorry. yeah, it's really cool to like get a little box delivered to your door and then it's just like a bunch of fun fruits yeah. and vegetables because I don't know. It's just really cool to like have that surprise factor and mm -hmm. then you can kind of like come up with meals that work with them. Or we've just been eating a lot of fruit with breakfast which we don't always do because we try and, like, save our fruits. Yeah. But not anymore. We can eat our fruit. So that's fun. Oh, it's so fun. But, yeah. Fruit is incredible. Yeah. Imperfect produce. Would recommend. Yeah. It's they're like 20 sponsoring bucks. this, actually. Oh, my God. Dude, I wish. No, they're not. I wish they would sponsor us. That'd be so nice. And then we could get free imperfect produce. But it's yeah. such a good idea, and it's, like, yeah, it's... Uh, I don't know. I haven't looked at food waste statistics in a while, but I know that it's atrocious and sad and dis yeah. disturbing slash disgusting. So, yeah. It's cool to be able to support something like that. And you're still getting produce, and it's still really good produce. Like, those mangoes we had were yeah. literally incredible. They're not even they bruised. So good. No, they yeah. had nothing wrong with them. I don't understand. Yeah. I think it's more of, like, if they have extras of stuff or right. if it's, like... Like, we had a couple of limes and lemons, and they were the cutest little limes and lemons. Like, they were just so tiny. But, like, that's probably why, because they were too small to, like, mm -hmm. sell. Because I think depending on the food, this is getting so unnecessarily detailed, but <laughs> if it's, like, a certain food, like, lemons will sell not by the pound, but by, like, just a lemon is a certain amount. Right, so they're yeah. not going to, like, no one's going to pick the little tiny ones. Right. So 
that makes sense. But yeah, we made some fancy lemon water with our lunch today. I put a little strawberry, a little lemon in our water after we squeezed half of the little tiny lemon on our cottos for our avocado toast. I know I said cottos and make that face again. <laughs> Thanks. Sorry. Anyway, it was delicious. Um, but yeah, that's our imperfect produce story. I don't know, dude, I'm loving these little tiny lemons because I feel like a big lemon, I never want to use them because they're so big mm-hmm. and it's like so much juice. I'm like, I don't want to waste a whole lemon on like nothing. Yeah. But then the half of one, you can just cut it in half and use half of the little tiny half and it's so perfect. Yeah, I agree. We should make lemonade. We should make lemonade. We'll have to get a box or a bag of lemons at the store. Yeah. Next time we go. We should put that on our little list. But yeah, I don't know. I guess that's it. Maybe we'll think of other things along the way. But today's episode, oh my goodness, we haven't even told you what today's episode was. Yeah, today's episode... You want to... Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I didn't know. <laughs> no, I just had a train of thought. I was just continuing. Oh, okay. Um, I was going to say we were, like, deciding what episode to record today, and we didn't have any good ideas, and we were looking at our list of things that we had thought about doing, and we got to the reading our old stories, and we both were just like, this is the one. And yep. so we went to the attic and got some of my old stuff, and Brianna had hers in her room, and... We're going to read each other's old stories. Stories that we wrote in school, mm-hmm. mostly, for prompts or whatever yeah elementary school specifically yep so we went through and i haven't (laughs) seen the ones that brianna has picked we've each like i bookmarked 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 my own that i wanted her to read and she bookmarked the ones she wants me to read Mm -hmm. so neither of us have been exposed to these in quite some time and if ever i don't think i've even ever read some of these but probably not and we will have a time of critical discussion following each story reading Mm -hmm. so Yeah, it's going to be good. Stay tuned. We might have to make this a two-parter, depending on how long it takes. I feel like it won't be, but we'll Uh, see. I mean, we're committed, so... Well, we'll see what the people want. Yeah. If they want more, then they want more. What can we say? It's all about the viewer. All right. So, starting off with a... One of my favorites, personally, from what I know of Brianna's stories. She made a magazine called the Brianna Gazette. And I will obviously put a picture on the Instagram. I'm actually going to take the picture now before I forget. I but... look horrendous. Oh, it's wonderful. Oh, But she it's made so her bad. own magazine. And for this story, she wrote... Oh, jeez. I just Ooh. ripped it. Sorry. That's okay. It's I called... I a double print. Oh, you know what it's from? It's from April 2009. This, this article is called, Are You a Phelps Fan Anymore? <laughs> fan... Spelled P-H-A-N, so it would match with the Phelps. All wait, right. wait, explain what the Brianna Gazette is. Oh, the Brianna Gazette is... I, I said it's a magazine that you made. You just wrote a bunch of articles and yeah, put but them it's, together. Yeah, but it's a magazine about my life and things that I was, like, thinking about and news that I thought was worthy. Okay. That's well, all. there you go. That's what it is. Alright, are you a Phelps fan anymore? We all know about the great Michael Phelps. He won eight Olympic gold medals at Beijing and has broken countless records. But not all of us know about his big mistake. The mistake to smoke weed. (laughs) It was a big surprise to everyone in the United States to hear that goody two-shoes Michael Phelps was caught smoking weed. For so long, he has had a good reputation, but obviously not long enough. Because of his poor choice, he is paying the price. His name is well known throughout the whole world. And this public humiliation is his punishment. However, trashing his reputation isn't his only consequence. He is prohibited to compete in swimming events for three months. 
but even though he made a bad decision, does that erase all the great things he's done in the past? He contributed so much suspense to the 2008 Olympics, and has influenced kids all over the world. Smoking weed doesn't make him bad, just immature. So sure, Michael Phelps smoked weed, but he learned from his mistake. Someone as famous as him doesn't always realize he is in the spotlight. What? I don't know. But one thing is for sure, he is not a bad person. So, little note, it's like pouring rain outside, so hopefully you can't hear it, but if you hear like a little buzzing noise, that's, or uh, I guess it wouldn't be a buzzing noise. I don't know what it would be. Just a pounding. (laughs) It's it's pretty loud. We're in Lindsay's room right now, so we're at the top of the house, so. Yeah. But anyway, that was her Are You a Phelps Fan Anymore from the Brianna Gazette. And that is really funny because she's just talking about how he's not a bad person, even though he smoked weed. And calling him immature for smoking weed. Like, that's completely normal for an 18-year-old to... Oh, wait, how old was he? He I don't even know. Oh, however old he was. Yeah. He was young, though. Yeah. But, I don't know. It's just so funny, my sixth grade perception of what it meant to smoke weed. Yeah. How you were like, wow, I thought it was like a, just a crazy big mistake. Like, who could do such a thing? <laughs> because the war on drugs told me so. Anyways. Yeah. All right. You want to read one now? Yeah. I have here in my hand memoir, draft number three by Lindsay. I remember it like it was yesterday, the time I fell into the creek. It was Thanksgiving 2000, and my cousins were over for dinner. It was not 2000. 2008. Sorry, your eight looks like a zero. It does. (laughs) We decided to go exploring by the creek in my backyard. We were on our way home from exploring. When we came across a log, I sometimes walked on. Okay, wait, can you imagine if this was Thanksgiving of 2000 and you were a literal baby? (laughs) (laughs) Out of a year and a half. Yep, perfect. I was stepping up to it when the leaves under me slid away, revealing much... Oh my goodness. Revealing muckland water? Mud and water. Oh, mud. Mud and water. I had no time to think, and in I went, into the cold November water. As soon as I hit the mud, I stopped falling. I had reached the bottom. Every part of me except my head was covered in mud. I was sitting in mud and dirty water and had no way of getting out by myself. My first thought was, help me. No one said anything for a few seconds. Then they all started asking if I was okay. I said yes, but I was still freezing, wet, and covered from head to toe in mud. Finally, after what seemed like forever, my cousin Amanda reached out my hand to help me up. It felt better not to be entirely in water, but it was still a cold, windy day in November. As soon as the wind hit me, I started to walk really fast back to my house. Thankfully, where I fell wasn't too far from my house. Walking at a normal pace, you could get there in ten minutes, but it only took me five. Dang. As soon as I walked inside, I grabbed a towel, a brush, and clean pajamas to change into. I headed up to my room to change. It felt so good to be clean and have new clothes on. Ever since that day, I've been really careful about where I step in those woods. The end. Wow, I really learned something from that experience. Yeah. You were careful from then on. <laughs> Is that our critical discussion? Mm. I like how many times you said the word mud. Mm-hmm. Wait, actually, I'll... 
I'll just oh, read some goodness. of that. As soon as I hit the mud, I stopped falling. I had reached the bottom. Every part of me except my head was covered in mud. I was sitting in mud and dirty water and had no way of getting out by myself. <sighs> I still do remember that, though, really clearly. Yeah. I do. I mean, I don't remember it as vividly. I remember stopping in my tracks and just, like, thinking that it didn't happen because I didn't know what to do. And I was like, I don't want to get wet. But I was like, what if this didn't happen? Huh? I was like, what if, what if this isn't happening and I'm dreaming? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's so funny to look back on that because I remember falling in and being like, oh my god, I fell in the creek. And now I'm like, it's not a big, like, I'm sure I was covered in mud. Like, it's fine. Like, just go home and change. I don't know. It's so funny. I was like, so panicking. And like, that was like the worst, like, the worst thing that you could happen to you. Oh my god, mm-hmm. boy. That was the worst thing that could happen to you if you went in the woods was like falling in the creek. It's yeah. like what we always were scared of. Yeah. But it's like, literally, what? Like, it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> but you had issues with water, didn't you? I mean, yeah, but none of the creek was that deep that it would matter. That's true. I wasn't like underwater. It was just like gross mud. Right. Anyway, all right, next story. This is also from the Brianna Gazette. It's a her advice column, Dear Brianna. All right. Dear Brianna, I can't believe it. My friends have all of a sudden stopped talking to me. I don't even know what I did wrong. I never did anything to hurt their feelings, but they're doing so much to hurt mine. It's almost like I don't even know them anymore. They said they would always be there for me. I think they're ditching me because the populars, in quotes, at our school told them to. How should I handle this? Sincerely confused. Dear Confused, your letter made me very angry to hear that someone would forget all the great things you guys did together. It sounds like they really hurt your feelings. I understand how you feel, but you should make the best of it. Try asking your old friends why they stopped talking to you. If they ignore you, just act like it doesn't bother you. You also might want to try joining some sort of club to make new friends. By doing this, you should have new friends in no time, and you will have forgotten about those other friends. I hope this works out okay. Just remember that I believe in you. Sincerely, Brianna. Oh Wow, you were so helpful. I think you did a great job. Yeah. I love how whenever there was a conversation about bullying, people would just say, join a club and make new friends. And it's like, (laughs) what kind of, like, did that really work for anyone? What club were they joining where suddenly people liked them? Yeah, I have literally no idea. That sounds really mean. Like, maybe it wasn't them. Maybe, I don't know, but... That just always made me laugh. Yeah. Because I didn't do any clubs in elementary school, except one. Blueberry <laughs> club. My dad, who is probably listening to this, will remember that he forced me to join the Newberry Book Club, which met before school once a month at like seven in the morning. And we would read a Newberry award-winning book. And the librarians could always tell that I had not read the book and everyone else had. And they did not like me. It checks out. We had mean librarians. Yeah, those orange hunt libraries were so mean. Ugh. Yeah, not great. The librarians at our high school were also pretty mean. They're just, like, so nasty about people wanting to be in the library. Mm -hmm. Ugh. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know. Make librarians better, please. It's not my business. (sighs) Anyways. Do you have any other thoughts on the Dear Brianna column? I don't. I think you did a great job. Yeah. Giving advice to Confused, who was obviously actually a real person because it was mm-hmm. a real magazine. So. Right, yeah. That was a submission I received yep. from myself. 
Well, you're next. I don't I'm know what next. you're waiting for. This next piece is also entitled Memoir. I think Lindsay had a few memoir assignments. And this is from seventh grade, 2011. No, that was like fifth grade. Maybe sixth grade. I think that would have been sixth grade. Yeah. Okay. She was only about nine, but as mischievous as ever. The teacher made a note here. Good lead sentence. Last year for my birthday, I went ice skating with my best friend, Bridget, and my cousin, Erica. We were laughing, talking, and having fun when all of a sudden we felt something hit the back of our skates. We turned around to see a fourth grader with a chunk of ice in her hand that was aimed at our skates. As soon as she noticed we were glaring at her, she turned around and headed the other way. Bridget, Erica, and I were all mad and kind of surprised that a little girl would try to trip us. Considering the way she turned and left faster than lightning, we all all figured she wouldn't show up again. We were wrong. A few minutes later, we felt it again. We thought for a second time that she'd get bored and leave, so we just ignored her. She didn't stop. We all turned around and skated away. The next time she threw ice at our feet, we turned around in the blink of an eye and started yelling at her to stop. She replied in an innocent voice, It was an accident. Bridget replied in a quiet but firm voice, Oh yeah? Well, maybe I can believe one time is an accident. But ten times? That's not an accident. She got a frightened look on her face as soon as Bridget said that, and she skated away faster than we had seen her all night. As she was leaving, though, she turned around once more, stuck her tongue out, and gave us the loser sign on her forehead. We all remembered that night like it was yesterday and laugh about it all the time. Your teacher made a note here. Did you ever find out who she was and why she was throwing ice at you? No, we did not, because it was some random kid who just had nothing better to do than throw ice at our feet and try and trip us. That sucks. Yeah, it was dumb. I didn't actually remember that happened until just now, and I still don't have any memory of it, but... Good thing I wrote a memoir about it, because now it lives on in my I love that this little girl called you guys losers for getting ice thrown at you by her. Yeah, I don't really know. Or for saying, hey, stop throwing ice at us. And she was just like, loser, what? I also love, I can literally picture Bridget saying that because Bridget was not one to just like sit around and like let people be mean. She was Uh like, she would stand up and be like, uh, maybe once a little crusty, but like not (laughs) 10 times in a row. Meanwhile, I would just be like standing there like, "Mm, sorry, I was in the way of your ice that you threw. (laughs) Oh gosh. Anyway. Okay. This is a story by Brianna called The Ghost of Rocky Ridge Road. I loved writing ghost stories. Mm. Good to know. Once, there was a woman named Anita Atina. She was very lonely. One day, she met a man named Eric Kyer. Sire. He loved her at first sight and wanted to learn more about her. If you hit this, it's going to fall again. Sorry. He loved her and wanted... Oh, gosh. So he asked her on a date. A few years later, he proposed to her. She said yes. A week later, Eric was offered a job in D.C. The sire couple moved there. Eric had to travel a lot because of his new job. His first business trip was in Canada. As it turns out, Eric was not a faithful husband. He got married to a Canadian supermodel while he was there. Anita was so mad she wrote an angry letter to Eric. Side note, I don't think you can get married to someone while you're already married. Uh, Yeah, I think you're right about that. (laughs) Unlucky for her, she misplaced the pen, 
and when he found it, she accident. What the heck? Unlucky for her, she misplaced the pen, and when she found it, she accidentally stabbed herself. With a pen? And that was the end of that. Some say that her ghost still lives on Rocky Ridge Road in that house, but only you can be the judge of that, said 11-year-old Tyler Relit. He was telling scary stories at a sleepover <laughs> with his buddies. He put the flashlight back up to his face. Boo! He screamed. Ah! Screeched all his friends. Wow, he thought my story must have really scared them. Oh, you forgot the quotations. I'm sorry. Okay. I was wow, in fifth grade. He thought. My story must have really scared them. Awesome. <laughs> Guys, look, that story's not true. It's just a little joke my mom has about the neighborhood. Gosh, I didn't think it would scare some tough guys like you, said Tyler. I wasn't scared, said Kevin Nivek, one of his friends. Yeah, right, you should have seen your face. Oh, wait, I can show you your face. Ah, that's straight up <laughs> from Sweet Love, Zach and Cody, <laughs> said Tyler as he mimicked Kevin's face and his scream. Now all the boys started arguing about who was scared and who wasn't, or if the scary, oh gosh, or if the story was scary or not. This went on for about ten minutes when finally... Tyler's mom came in and told them to shush. Boys, shush! The baby is sleeping, and I don't plan on struggling to get her back asleep. I do it enough every day of the week with more interruptions every day. She complained. Sorry, that was supposed to be connected. <laughs> then she walked out. The boys decided that they wanted to go sleep. Tyler did not plan on upsetting her mother again. Oh, it's a girl? She had terrible anger issues. The next morning, the boys got up at 11 o'clock. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> they went down to breakfast. It was... Oh, he's talking about her mo- his mother. Oh. As the boys decided that they wanted to sleep, Tyler did not plan on upsetting her mother. I think that Tyler isn't the... Never mind. Oh, the know. baby's mother? Maybe. I don't know. Okay. She had terrible anger issues. The next morning, the boys got up at 11 o'clock. They went down to breakfast. It was banana pancakes. Tyler had a 16-year-old sister and a half-year-old sister and nine-year-old twin brothers. The baby was crying. The twins were arguing about who would get to play with their race car first. And his sister Brenda was talking on her cell phone. Probably talking to her boyfriend, he thought. The table was barely big enough for his family. But his mother had managed to get extra chairs for Frank, Nick, Joe, and Kevin. After breakfast, the boys went to their clubhouse, parentheses, their treehouse in the backyard. Troop, I have a mission for you, said Tyler, to sound like a military general. Today, we will go check on, check out Anita and Atina's house. Maybe we'll find artifacts that our enemies have left, he finished. He was trying to convince them to check out the house. His mom had told him it was just a joke that she'd heard from one of the neighbors. Tyler didn't want to tell his friends that he believed in the myth. He didn't want to scare them as much as he already had. They decided that today was not the day to go to the house. They decided they should go to the house next Saturday. Monday morning at school, Tyler was so perky he could barely stay in his seat. Their teacher, Mrs. Myers, was eyeing him every once in a while. Toward the end of school, some people in the class were not so focused. Come on, boys and girls. School isn't over yet, she said. I can tell. Everyone's still asleep, Tyler whispered to Joe. Oh. I can tell. Everyone's still asleep, Tyler whispered to Joe. Mr. Relit, detention. No more comments, she said. Anyone else have something rude and obnoxious to say about me or school, she asked. (laughs) No one moved. When she went there, everyone knew not to say anything. Tyler talked after this kind of thing once. 
and had to write an apology note to Ms. Monster Mouth Myers, their nickname for Mrs. Myers. For homework, you will all write an essay on your idol. Five pages skipping lines, she explained. Ding! The bell rang. Is that it? That's it. That story really has no conclusion. Hmm, maybe I was going to write more chapters. You probably were, because that doesn't have any type of ending. Hmm, he just gets detention. And so I guess they don't get to explore the house. But we'll never know. I don't know. Hate to see it. Truly hate to see that. I was thinking about this, too. I think it's funny that my idea of being unfaithful to your wife was just marrying someone else. Like, that is the most obvious conclusion that would come first. Yeah. (laughs) In Canada. Yeah, it had to be in Canada. Maybe that's why you put him in Canada, because then they wouldn't have the the American marriage licenses. Right, like the state. Yeah, Yeah. they wouldn't know. Huh. Yeah. Maybe I was thinking. Maybe. All right, enough of that. That was atrocious. Time for a story about leprechauns by Lindsay. And this is on a gigantic piece of paper and a lot of leprechaun drawings. We will put this on the Instagram page. It's called The Lost Leprechaun by Lindsay. One day I was walking down the path when all of a sudden I saw a leprechaun. He said he was lost and could not find his way home. At first I didn't know what to do, but then I thought of something to do. I said to the leprechaun, stay here. I told him. I ran back to my house to look for my map. I found it at last under my nightstand. I brought it to the leprechaun. I asked, where do you live? The leprechaun said, I live in a cave full of gold. Okay, I looked for a cave on the map. I asked, is this your cave? No, he answered. I live near a field. Oh, I said. I looked for a field. Is this where you live? No, I live near a farm. Oh, Is this where you live? No, I live near a road. (laughs) Okay, I said. Is this where you live? No, answered the leprechaun. I live near a field, a farm, a road, and a house. Oh, I said. Is this where you live? Yes, answered the leprechaun. And they were friends forever. And then the leprechaun went home. That's horrible. I love this story. Oh my gosh. I love this story so much. Her drawings are actually really cute. You can fully tell that I, like, just learned about maps and <laughs> legends in class, and I was like, oh my goodness, I can use this knowledge to write a story about a leprechaun. This will also be in the Instagram post. I just took a picture of it, so I won't forget. I love how annoying that little leprechaun is, and then you were friends forever, and then he went home. And then he went home. <laughs> You know, like, sometimes... being friends forever comes before him going home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Moving on. This is Brianna's My Speech in 25 Years. How many years has it been since that? Oh. That was 2007, I think. I can't do math. All right. So, 13, 13 years. 13 years. Right. Did you use the counting up strategy? No. Oh, I did. Just regular counting. Okay. I'm here today to accept this award for Fashion Designer of the Year. Receiving this award is one of my wildest dreams. I've always loved designing clothes. It's how I let people know who I am. This award means so much to me, but I could have never achieved it without the support of my family. I would like them to know how much I admire them. They always encourage me to follow my dreams. I'm sure you all know Lauren Caddington, 
who just won an Oscar for best looking actress slash model. <laughs> Lauren's. Right. Oh, I designed most of Lauren's clothes. Oh my god, there's so many like corrections. I know. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sure you all know Lauren Caddington, who just won an Oscar for best looking actress slash model. I designed most of Lauren's clothes. Lauren is also my best friend, and I'd like to thank her for supporting me in all that I do. Being a fashion designer is hard work, and I take it very seriously. That's why, as a special treat for my audience, I brought a sketch of my new fabulous creation. See below. Oh my goodness. Okay, I'll have to put a picture of this on Instagram, but I can't even explain it. It's so horrifying. <laughs> Alright, next. Did you know that I used to give advice through an advice column? <gasps> well, it's true writing is one of my favorite things to do. Be sure to check out my book, Sticks and Stones. This award really is amazing, and I'm so grateful for it. Thank you, and remember to always follow your dream. The end of my speech. <laughs> Why did someone cross that out? I don't know. Who went through and, like, fixed this? I think it was peer-edited. So, I don't oh. know if they didn't write down the you name. Did, you, you showed this drawing in school to somebody? Yes. <laughs> oh, boy. Lindsay, I was in, like, fifth grade. I had no inhibitions. You were in fifth grade in 2007? Yeah. Oh, that's... Cr- I don't like that. <laughs> okay, I'm taking a picture oh of this. Oh, my one. gosh. It's so funny. I don't know why I was so obsessed with being a fashion designer. Also, yeah, it's funny I how I said... It. Yeah. It's funny how I said that clothing is how I express myself because, like, little known fact, I was, like, bullied for the clothes that I wore in fourth grade. <laughs> And I, I, then I was in fifth grade saying that I express myself. I express express myself by wearing what people think looks good because I get bullied otherwise. That, yeah, that's a big yikes. That adds up. Well, okay. I mean, you were you were saying in twenty five years, so maybe you were like hoping that in twenty five years you could wear what you wanted. Oh, that's true. And express yourself. Wow. I mean, I was right. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, it hasn't been twenty five years. Um, this story is called Mr. Wynn by Lindsay. It's not a story. It's a reflection. I don't know what it is. I don't know what the prompt was, but it's something that happened in school. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'll read it. When I was in fourth grade, I had a time when I was laughing so hard it was crazy. Danny and Bridget and I were talking about our names. Okay, so backstory, Bridget and I both had a big crushes on Danny in fourth grade. Oh, yeah, that's so... that's some context we're going to need for this. Yeah. I was saying that sometimes I write Lindhausen, and Danny was saying how impossible it was for him to spell his last name wrong since it was Woo, W-U. We were still <laughs> talking, and we got on a, a, an assignment... You, re- you originally wrote, we got paper, but then you crossed it out and wrote in assignment. We started to write our names when Danny writes, Danny Wynn. We all started cracking up. I guess it isn't so impossible after all. The funny thing is I remember that so well. Really? It was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. We're all like geeking. Nothing will beat this first sentence. When I was in fourth grade, I had a time when I was laughing so hard. It was crazy. <laughs> I had a time. <laughs> oh my god. You know when you have a time when you were laughing you so hard it was crazy? Oh, don't I ever. Alright, so those were some of our lovely stories. I think we're gonna have to take some of them, which you've only heard half of them, 
We're going to do a part two next week so you can hear even more wonderful stories. And so you can have some time to, like, process what you just heard. Yeah, it's pretty intense stuff. It's it's a lot to think about, a lot to chew on. As soon as we stopped recording, Brianna was like, Oh, my mouth hurts. I'm so tired. <laughs> and also, my brain hurts. There's so much... Ugh. <laughs> oh. So much of the past. A lot more deciphering, too, because it was handwriting. It was, yeah. like, bad child handwriting. <laughs> yeah, and... <laughs> Nothing. It's what? It's just so much, like... Oh, I, I'm at the pet store. Can I have some cat food? Yes, he said. Here you go, he said. Thank you, she said. Goodbye, he said. Yeah. Goodbye, <laughs> she said. Yeah, lots of... Yeah, I was not developed in my writing yet. That's, yeah, that's okay. Still not, but it'd be like that. Hey, we have our strengths and our weaknesses. Our uh-huh. I'm so tired. I'm sorry. Wake oh, up. I'm so sorry. Wake oh, up. Oh, that hurts. We should have cold brew. Yeah, we should. What What coffee did you use to make the cold brew? Blanchard's. Ooh, so it's gonna be good. It's probably gonna be good. It's gonna be good. We should yeah. have that after this. Yeah. I recently found that... Um, Almond creamer is really good in coffee because I normally drink coffee black because I just don't want to deal with like buying creamer and also dairy is not great for my stomach. Oh no. And so my friend Rachel mentioned that I should try almond creamer and so I got almond milk creamer and it's so good. I think it's like almond milk and coconut milk and uh, it's vanilla flavored. I was going to get hazelnut but you know Brian is allergic to that so couldn't do it. I probably could have it. I can have artificially flavored hazelnut things. Well, we'll we'll look at the store next time we're there. But. Okay. Anyway, it's really good, and I've been really enjoying putting that in my coffee. So maybe I'll put some in my cold brew. But I like cold brew by itself, so maybe I won't. See how dark it is. Yeah. Do people normally put creamer and stuff in their cold brew? You can. Yeah. There's like a, I mean, you know, the sweet cream cold brew thing from Starbucks. Oh, oh yeah. It's a thing. So it's not like... As common, I think, as drinking it black, but yeah, can't hurt. It's definitely better than just like straight up almond milk and cold brew. Oh yeah, because it's too watery. Yeah, yeah. I used to put almond milk in my coffee when I would get iced coffee at Starbucks, and it was like fine, but it was just very like, it the flavor doesn't really come through, so yeah. it's just like kind of weird. Yeah, but the creamer is a lot better and stronger. Mm. Oh my gosh, you know what? We don't have to put this in. With all the whole milk, I should make like homemade latte vanilla latte oh my gosh well we don't have an espresso but we can just use like really dark coffee and the blanchards is really dark already so it kind of is similar to espresso i think we should look up how to do that because you can have it just like in a big like we could just use that carton of milk well yeah yeah that's a really good idea because we got a thing of whole milk to use for eclairs but we got it a while ago and we don't need to oh were you gonna Okay. We got a thing of whole milk a while ago to make eclairs because we had a bunch of eggs, but then we ate all of our eggs and didn't make eclairs, so now we don't really have (laughs) enough eggs to make eclairs, and so we have a lot of milk that we have to do something with, but that's a good idea. We should low-key just, like, do that now. I'm into having a latte right now. That sounds really good. Is this still our outro? I lost. Okay. It's pretty long. It's not that long because we only are going to have, like, 25 minutes in. Oh, okay. that's, like, 40 minutes plus a few minutes. Anyway, we can be done now. Okay. But yeah. Thank you for diving into our past with us. Thank you for exploring the stories of our childhood and bearing with us as we also discover and explore. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks.
Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week with another episode of Reading Stories from Our Past. So sit on those, think about those. Follow us on Instagram at Gone with the Windies. Leave us a rate and review on the Apple Podcast app. And I hope you have a wonderful